T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The latest on the coronavirus, live and local, here's Brenda Alacy. Well, and what a privilege it is to be here in this uh, highly sanitized chair, <laughs> in this really clean studio, cleanest I've ever seen it here. Um, and I really appreciate your calls, your comments, your messages, and in, in the information. I mean, we are here to help each other. We want to inform each other in a responsible way. I really try to focus on the facts not so much the fear. I certainly feel the fear, but I'm really trying to focus on the facts and hopefully a brighter future for all of us as we navigate through this uh, unusual situation that we find ourselves in, not only here, but around the world. So, um, and you know, the day-to-day stuff or our, our routines are affected in such a way. Uh, we were talking about supermarkets and social distancing, uh, and I had a, re- a really interesting text come in uh, over the news break. It said, Good evening. I live in the South Towns. I'm currently working at Tops. I work in the retail division. With COVID-19, I'm concerned about this because all of my coworkers are exposed to a very large number of customers on a daily basis. Tops provides us with gloves and sanitizer wipes, which I'm very thankful for. Because Tops is an essential business, we could not close. I'm reaching out to see if there's a solution to limit the number of customers shopping due to this outbreak. I'm sure a lot of employees have the same concern that work at any grocery retailer. And I think um, it's true of many different places. So uh, yeah, let me know your thoughts on that as well. We're taking your calls, questions. We're talking about restaurants and other businesses that would like to promote their given business right here on the air. We're trying to keep everybody's um, name and business in the forefront as we go through this crisis. Uh, Laura has been waiting for quite a while, and I really appreciate your patience as well, Laura. You are a small business owner, and uh, welcome to WBEN. Hi, Brenda. Good evening, Laura. What's on your mind tonight? Um, I just own a small business right on Main Street in Williamsville called Carousel. You've actually been there before. Yes. In fact, I bought a little cat knick-knack, if I remember correctly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're actually right across, you mentioned, um, or the previous caller mentioned Anderson's. We're directly across the street from Anderson's. Right. But, um we closed, we made the decision to um, shut the other day, and basically, of course, as a small business owner, work's never done, so I'm in the shop, you know, a few hours a day getting things done, and I'm offering people um, the opportunity to have a private shopping if they want, and I'm also offering, if they're interested, I can do a parking lot drop-off. They can, you know, curbside shop. I can run stuff out like the other gentleman was talking about doing the credit card over the phone. So there's no, you know, cash being exchanged or credit cards being touched. And um, I'm also offering 
free delivery, you know, within about 10 miles. Laura, how are you keeping yourself safe when you're dealing with customers all the time? You know what? I, I'm i kind of OCD to begin with with that, with my shop. So I just really amped it up, like, even more so as soon as we got first word of it. You know, with hand sanitizer available throughout the whole shop, the first thing I did when I got in the shop in the morning was, you know, wiping, Lysol wiping down absolutely every hard surface that people touched. And then also at, after each customer, um, I was also, you know, wiping down the counters in any spot that they may have been in. Um, just being more aware of it, like the whole social distancing thing, when, when the term first came out, I was kind of like, wow, that's kind of a weird term. Right. I had the same reaction. Yeah. So I thought, well, you know what, you're just, our, our store is kind of a friendly family-like atmosphere. So it kind of struck me as a little odd at first because I'm like, well, gee, you know, most of my customers are like friends and family to me to have to kind of step back a little bit and just not be as friendly and, and, you know, close to them as I normally would. It really took some, you know, getting used to, but, um, you know, just being smart. Uh, Most of this stuff is common sense stuff and the whole thing. And it's funny because even just talking when they first were talking about, you know, all the common things you should do with the washing of the hands, not touching your face, da, da. It's, that's the same thing I've been telling my um, elementary school son for years when, like, flu season would start up. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it is common sense, Laura. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just my biggest thing is just, you know, the main thing, making money aside. Granted, this is going to hurt me, like, terribly financially, but the main thing is that everybody stays safe and healthy and and help your neighbor and help your elderly folks. And that's my main priority. It's like, I'll, we'll figure out the money thing later. You know what I mean? It's the only way to look at it. Otherwise, you'll make yourself crazy. And we were, I don't know if you heard the show from the beginning, but I came on at 7. And around 7.15, Jessica Pirro joined me for about a half hour. She's the CEO of Crisis Services. And there's so much anxiety about this that we need to try to just keep a level head about it and not project too far into the future about financial difficulties or what the world would be like in a month. Let's just get through the next day. I'm just trying to take it day by day. Me too. And uh, and I'm reaching out to, like, my customers via social media and email and letting them know kind of what's going on. And, and like, even for small businesses, like, you know, I know – People have been hearing about this a lot, but really support your local businesses if you can, you know, by taking out takeout or, you know, for like a shop, a small retail shop like me, call me up and say, I would love such and such candle. Can you meet me in the parking lot or drop it off at my house? Or can I just buy a gift card so I can use it for you in the future? Just like remember your favorite businesses that you, you know, in your daily life always frequent. Don't forget about them, even if they're closed. Reach out to them. Laura, we've been talking to a lot of restaurant owners tonight, but you're the first person to call in with a different type of business. What are some of your signature items? What would somebody expect when they walk into your store to see? Well, I do um, I do, do uh, women's consignment clothing, shoes, and accessories. And then the other part of the store is kind of like farmhouse, antiques, handcrafted, vintage, um, I'm known for my candles. I have um, all USA-made handcrafted candles, awesome quality. 
Um, you know, lots of cute, like, handcrafted garden decor. I mean, spring is the first day of spring was today. You know, happy spring, everybody. <laughs> it's hard kind of with everything that's going on, thinking about, like, getting out in the yard in the garden and getting the house ready for spring. But it's coming. <laughs> Yes, it's something to hang on to, too. And I had mentioned earlier that it's St. Joseph's Day and how different that day is for many of us who celebrate. So, uh, Laura, uh, good luck with the business. Uh, I certainly hope you can stay uh, viable, and I wish you well. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Brenda. Good to have you on. 803-0930, and we will go to Eden next, where Bill is on the line. Hey, Brenda, how's it going? I'm doing well, Bill, and I appreciate everybody phoning in. It really uh, makes for an interesting show, and people all have unique perspectives. So what's on your mind tonight? Usually we hear the expression, what are you giving up for Lent? But now it's almost like, what aren't you giving up for Lent? (laughs) That's true, yes. And I usually hear you on the line there with uh, Joe Beamer there, but um, it's interesting, today's the Feast of St. Joseph. Yes, it is. Who's our patron saint of the diocese, even. And I miss, um, I'm like that half Italian, so I I like the Italian uh, St. Joseph table, so I'm kind of missing that this year. Yeah, you know, Bill, I don't know if you uh, had a chance to hear the the show uh, a while back, but we were, I was talking about how it's always been a tradition uh, in my circle, my family, how, you know, you'd have the meatless dishes and the the St. Joseph's bread and the lentils and the orange and, you know, all the the pasta con sardi and the cardoons. Uh, big, very much a reflection of that feeling of food as part of the culture and sharing food on a day like St. Joseph's. And, and now now we're talking about flattening the curve and social distancing, and nobody's hanging out around the St. Joseph's table. It's a very, very different world this time. Yeah, speaking of flattening the curve, I sent you a little picture on Facebook of something called catening the curve, where someone <laughs> okay. kitty cat. Is it uh, sort of like the yoga cat pose? Um, I'm not sure. It's like one is standing up and one is lying down, and you want the cat that's lying down. It's the, the lower curve. That, that's the flatter curve. I'll look for that on Facebook. But um, the other things I was thinking of was um, that we're talking about the different facts and things. Like, do you remember that Gilligan's Island episode where the mine floated into the lagoon? I don't remember that one. Well, the, and it, the, the reason I was trying to say that was this iris that we've seen the pictures of. It looks like an old-fashioned Navy mine, mm-hmm. little red Shrek ears on it. <laughs> but I guess the way that it is, it, it's well-suited to, um, to soap, to getting rid of them from your hands if you use soap and water and you wash your hands well. Right. Yeah, it's funny. I know exactly what you're talking about with that image. And then there's another one that's orange and red, and it looks like a pizza with pepperoni on it. Yeah, I've seen that one. It's the kind of pizza that you don't want. That's right. Yeah. That's oh. like five places that it usually gets into your body, on your face, like your either eye or your nostrils or your mouth. So that's basically the parts that you don't want to touch with your hands when you haven't washed them and try to not really touch your face anyway. So Exactly. Now, Bill, are you quarantining yourself at all or just staying close to home? What's your day-to-day routine like? Um, I've been pretty staying pretty much close to home. I have a loved one in a nursing home, so <clears throat> I've been doing the, um, well, lately all you can really do is go outside the window and call on the phone. And it's sort of like, you know, talking to someone in prison almost. Right. You talk on the phone to phone so that they can hear you. Yeah, it's heartbreaking, isn't it, to see people who are seeing their elderly loved ones uh, through a window, and yet you realize that that's the smart thing to do, but it doesn't make it any uh 
any less uh, difficult. Yeah, and the challenging thing is because she's on the third floor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> See, humor helps, Bill. I like that. Humor helps. We've got to uh, keep our sense of humor intact uh, during these crazy times. I like to say I don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. So having faith in God, and maybe, Javon, if you wanted to jot this down, I like a prayer called the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. So you can always look that up on your own, and like anyone that's interested, it's something that we could ask God for mercy in this time. Because you'd have to think, if we really have a loving God, he certainly knows what's going on with this whole virus thing. And maybe it's like, maybe he's up there in heaven with a little glass and a spoon, and he's kind of like, do I have your attention? (laughs) Yes, well, he certainly has our attention now. Bill, as always, I appreciate the call. Stay safe and be well. Okay, you too. Thank you. And Phil Kennedy has some breaking news right now. We're going to go to Phil in the newsroom. Uh, yeah, so Paula's Donuts announced tonight that at 3 o'clock tomorrow they are closing indefinitely, so stock wow. up on your donuts. Paula's Donuts. That has fast become, Phil, one of the uh, real Buffalo food institutions. You know, when you talk about Buffalo food, you think about pizza, wings, beef on whack, maybe even sponge candy. But Paula's Donuts is right up there, so closing at 3 p.m., that is... Pretty big news for those of us who enjoy um, a donut. And usually those donuts are about as big as my head. So (laughs) I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, Folks, things are changing day by day and, uh, quite frankly, hour by hour at this point. Uh, There's uh, a couple of interesting texts that have come in. I want to read another one to you. And if you'd like to contribute to the text board, 30930. Uh, Here's one that says, hi, here's a thought. As most of us are trying to stay quarantined and safe, Please say thank you to all of those who still are working to keep us healthy. Um, Even the people working in the grocery stores, working extremely hard to keep the shelves stocked and cashing us out while still smiling. They are in contact with hundreds of people a day, literally risking their health to keep society going. They are often attacked as people complaining about what they cannot buy, but almost never hear a thank you. A simple thank you costs nothing, but can mean so much to someone. That's from Bernie Colbert, the Buffalo Dental Group. Doc, I agree with you. I uh, think you said that quite well, and it would be hard to argue with those sentiments. 803-0930 is the number to call. I'm with you till 10 o'clock this evening. Of course, WBEN is the place to be for the latest news, whether it's national news, international breaking news, or even local news, as uh, Phil just reported about Paula's Donuts. 803-0930. Let's go to Al in Buffalo. Al, good evening. Thank you for calling us. No problem. Yeah, I just have a simple question. Because I know you used to talk about the people ordering food from the restaurants. Yes. My question is, can can you catch COVID-19 from food? If the food's contaminated, if someone like sneezes or germs get down the food, can can you catch it from there? You know, Al, I would hesitate to say yes or no. I'm not an expert on communicable diseases. And uh, I think when it comes to food and restaurants, I would hope that everybody is taking the necessary precautions and making sure that their kitchens are sparkling clean, that their hands are washed, that everybody is doing what they should do. I don't know uh, about the food thing. I think that, you know, certainly we would know if that was happening. Uh, I would definitely refer you to the CDC website, and they can – and, and Tom Bowerly has been talking a lot about the CDC website because that's where you're going to hear the facts. This is not speculation. This is not people, you know, with different uh, old wives' tales that we hear about these different things. So go to the CDC website. It's cdc.gov. And they have uh, the most up-to-date information and can answer their question. I would hesitate to 
pretend that I'm an authority on something like that. Oh, the, well, like I said, I mean, the, 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 there's always a chance you can't catch it. If, I mean, if someone sneezes or germs because I'm not me, I'm sure it's possible, right? Well, I think you could catch anything if somebody's sneezing and not covering their uh, their nose or their mouth. That's why you see people, you know, coughing into their elbow crook and uh, covering their face when they sneeze. That's just common sense advice. So in my mind, you can't be too safe. So, you know, definitely check out that website and uh, keep it locked here on WBEN where we'll bring us all the the latest news on the coronavirus. Thank you very much for the call, Al. 803-0930. Phil, it looks like we're up against the break again. So we will uh, take that break. And then Robbie Raw will join us. Robbie's calling in from East Amherst. Is always a wealth of information. I look forward to talking with her after this quick timeout. And welcome back to this coverage. I'm uh, happy to be here. And uh, it's a privilege, actually, to talk to everybody tonight about how they're coping with this crisis. Uh, Certainly uh, different circumstances than we could have ever envisioned, even, say, two weeks ago, how things really seemed to change about a week ago, I think, is when it ramped up. So life is different for everybody. And uh, I think by helping each other through talk radio and through uh, our technology, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, texting, calling, Good old-fashioned uh, face-to-face, if you're six feet apart, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. So please feel free to call me. I'm here for another half hour or so, 803-0930, or text at 30930. Robbie Raw is on the line with us, my dear friend, who uh, always has some good advice. Robbie, good evening. Hi, Brenda. So good to hear your voice. I've been glued to the radio the last couple of uh days and for good reason <laughs> yes it uh, it is a lifeline isn't it robbie i've always been a fan of radio but at times like this i think talk radio in particular provides such a service where we can inform people and keep each other company and and kind of uh, encourage each other through these tough times for sure and you know i mean even in my world in the health and fitness industry so much has changed of course the gym is closed so i'm not teaching class right but I'm also not uh, teaching my nutrition classes, and we're doing it online um, with a, a mobile program, online uh, world-class program, so that we can still meet our, our clients in a class. Uh, actually, even AM Buffalo this week, I actually, for the first time ever, filmed from my house. Really? To, to be on AM Buffalo, yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. I did a segment, you know, right in the kitchen. And, uh, yeah, so, man, things are changing, and it, I think it's like – Obviously, it's it's wonderful that we're around our family and we're having time to reflect and we're having time to pray and, you know, really think about the things that are important. Um, it also, as business owners, I think, causes us to think outside the box a little bit of how we can help our patients and our clients and the community and everything else. Absolutely. So, Robbie, when you talk about these online um, segments or uh, opportunities, do you specifically talk about uh, immune-boosting foods or ways to sort of exercise if you don't have a home gym? What exactly are you suggesting to people? Yeah, so, you know, every every class is something different, and we also have cooking classes, too, at the Raw Truth uh, Integrative Health. But um, you know, immune boosting foods is one of the big things that I'm teaching my clients right now, um, and managing their stress, which is so important. And in terms of boosting your immunity, there's so much we can do because we are what we eat. So eating foods, and I, you know, I know we all know that we should wash our hands and we should have social distancing, but really, if you think about it, what you're putting in your body is either helping or hurting your immunity. And so foods like um, greens that are rich in phytonutrients, kale, spinach, collards, uh, 
I noticed today at the grocery store, those were all gone, which is good. Um, you know, certainly uh, broccoli as well goes into that category. Also, foods that are rich in vitamin C, blackberries, blueberries, raspberries, elderberries, anything that bleeds on a white napkin is rich in vitamin C and antioxidants and helps to fight free radicals and also helps to boost your immune system. Ginger, garlic are very, uh, you know, helpful in, in boosting your immune system. Also, mushrooms, particularly shiitake mushrooms, are very helpful uh, in boosting your immune system. Foods that are good for your gut microbiome, because our gut microbiome has, it's our own ecosystem, Brenda, where, you know, we really, there's so many things that are regulated by our, our gut. Uh, it affects our brain, our ability to handle stress, anxiety, depression is also linked to our gut, but also it's so important in our immunity. So eating foods that are rich in, um, you know, uh, enzymes and probiotics like kimchi and sauerkraut and uh, fermented vegetables and kombucha is very important. And also um, drinking water, you know, we're not thinking about it, but we need to stay hydrated. Also, managing your sleep. You know, a lot of people are worried right now, so their sleep is probably interrupted. Um, and that lowers our immune system if we have sleep deprivation. No doubt about it. Robbie, can you hold on through the news? Sure. That would be great. And, and I want you to tell me how I should cope with this feeling of wanting to have a hot fudge sundae and drink a lot of wine, because that's really comfort food for me right now. Um, and yet I understand what you're saying about needing something healthy, but it's a balance between trying to find some comfort during these times and being healthy. So we'll get into that right after the 930 News with Phil Kennedy. From the WBEN Newsroom, I'm Phil Kennedy. Catholic Health is preparing to treat coronavirus patients. After much feedback and planning from the COVID response around the world, we have decided to take the proactive step and convert St. Joseph's Hospital Campus of Sisters to a COVID hospital. Catholic Health says there are about 45 beds available, and there's a new case of coronavirus in Erie County. Health Commissioner Dr. Gail Burstein updates the test results. 523 Erie County residents had specimens collected uh, by Erie County Department of Health staff, of which 29 were positive, 179 were negative, and there are still 315 that are pending that we've uh, the public health lab has received those specimens already. Burstein says additional tests are being run by the public health lab and results will be released when they are available. It's 49 degrees in Buffalo. Phil Kennedy for News Radio 930 WBEN. And we are here till 10 o'clock, so please feel free to call in with your two cents. I'm interested in hearing how you're coping with the coronavirus and the day-to-day -day life, which is so different. Our routines have been disrupted in a huge way. Uh, I'll tell you about a fun story that I heard today that makes me feel like there's some hope for humanity. <laughs> there's some kindness that still exists out there. In the meantime, though, Robbie Raw is on the phone. Robbie is an internationally known health and um, fitness instructor and a registered nurse and has always help me navigate through uh, the food choices that I've made. Now, Robbie, as I was saying before the break, right now I'm craving comfort food. So what do you tell folks who perhaps want that extra glass of wine like I do or that hot fudge sundae that's going to make me feel better? Well, <laughs> I'm a nutritionist. Are you wagging your finger at me? Do I feel that through the phone line? Yeah, yes, kind of. 
you know, I always say you eat what you crave and you crave what you eat. But I know that at this time, you know, when the stress level is high for some people, you know, you do tend to want to go to those comfort foods and, and spend the time eating. And I don't know, for me, that just makes me feel worse. I mean, I don't need another thing to, you know, feel worse about. <laughs> so I think that what we need to do is distract ourselves, number one, and manage our stress because it's the stress that's making us feel that way, right? Yes. So by managing our stress, um, you know, one of the ways I help my patients and I actually help manage my own stress is number one, through exercise. We know when we exercise, even getting out for a walk, it increases the endorphin effect. It gives us a sense of well-being. And then you're not really thinking about what you're stressed out about. You feel actually better about it, and you're not, you know, going to food. Also, letting the sun shine in, you know, really making sure that you're, if, if the sun's shining a little bit, get out there for 15 minutes because it'll help the vitamin D in our body. Our body obviously, you know, converts it into vitamin D. And so what happens is, um, you know, that helps our mood. It actually lifts our mood. Many patients that come to see me are depressed, and I find out they have low levels of vitamin D. So when we feel happier, we're not likely to drown ourselves, you know, in food and and overindulge. Also, um, you know, accomplishing something or finishing a project, like even cleaning out your closet, organizing your drawer, cleaning the house, gives you a sense of immediate gratification, and it does make you feel better. Also, talking to a friend, you know, spend the time talking to a friend and walking, maybe talking and walking instead of eating and indulging in those those foods that are high sugar that actually lower our immune system. Yes, those are all very rational uh, reasons to avoid that. And I think sometimes when you do step outside and get away from just looking at what's in the kitchen, it's just that change of scenery from getting away from those four walls that we're not used to being confined in can make a difference. Like you say, just getting a, a quick walk outside for even 10, 15 minutes uh, and seeing different things, seeing nature, feeling the sun on our face, uh, take advantage of these warmer days that we've had. Now, tonight, the weather will get a little wild. We're supposed to have high winds and it's supposed to rain. So that may not be the optimum condition, but that won't last forever. And we will be able to get outside again. And fortunately, that helps us, I think, get away from this constant drumbeat of the coronavirus. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, you can jump around in your living room. and that's what I- <laughs> Run up and down the steps, right? That's right. right. Now, Robbie, before you go, I was relating the story about how I, uh, my husband Dan got me an air fryer for Christmas. And here it is mid-March, approaching late March, and I finally broke the thing out of the box and uh, started using it. You are one of the best cooks I know. Do you have any pieces of advice for me on an air fryer? You know, I don't have one. You don't? Well, you've got to come over and use mine. That's right. I, I know. You know, I know a lot of people that, that have them. Uh, I, I never got into, you know, all the gadgets out there. I'm kind of like my mother, you know, just simple is better for me. <laughs> right, right. Well, this I think you would endorse because it's it doesn't involve a lot of heavy grease or oil or, you know, deep frying. It's uh, The whole idea is to make the food delicious without all of the sort of fattening ingredients that we like to apply on our food. 
Yeah, sure, like an air popcorn popper. Yes, similar to that. And I'm going to break that out, too. That's another thing I've got to pull out of my closet. So I will heed your advice. The next time I'm reaching for the uh, hot fudge, I'll reach for my sneakers instead and take a walk. <laughs> and uh, We will keep our, our party line open here on the radio and, and help each other through these uh, unforeseen circumstances that we're all going through. You stay healthy and well, and regards to your family as well. Thank you, Brenda. I always say you're like a giant tranquilizer on the air. Boy, we need you now. Oh, thank you so much, Robbie. It's a it's a privilege to be here to talk to the community and, you know, figure out how we're going to get through this. But we will, and I keep telling myself, this too shall pass. And that was Robbie Raw. And, you know, I'm getting some texts, too. It looks like people are really leaning on their faith, too. Um, I have a text here. Let me just read this to you. Uh, hi, Brenda. Love when you're on. Thank you so much. You're a breath of fresh air during this difficult time. Happy St. Joseph's. It's not the same, but I did do one at home. Stay safe and thank you for being there. That's very nice. I appreciate those sentiments. St. Joseph is comfort of the afflicted, hope of the sick, patron of the dying. Pray for us. So certainly uh, St. Joseph is relevant today in more ways than one. Um, and here's another text. So this is really what I was referring to. And just so you understand, folks, we have this giant text board in the studio, but it tends to jump a little bit. And if you have multiple messages, we have to scroll through and make sure that we're reading it in the correct order. So if it sounds a little disjointed, this why. So uh, somebody texted in two points. Many businesses have supported various sports teams, school fundraisers, and community causes. We now need to support them. Now is a great time to read the Bible. So Definitely uh, definitely a sentiment that I can agree with. Um, do you find solace in religion at this time? I'd be curious to know what you're noticing. Uh, we're getting some news, too. Uh, the California governor, statewide stay-at-home order. Is that right, Phil? Or statewide, he's ordering people to stay at home? Because I know in San Francisco, uh, the mayor there is a woman named London Breed, and um, it was ordered in her town in, in San Francisco that people shelter in place. Now it's coming out that uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom, statewide stay-at-home order. So things are certainly changing in a big way uh, in California. And oftentimes what happens in California seems to come to New York next. So I wonder if we'll be in a similar situation. I certainly hope not because, you know, we've been talking all night about supporting local businesses and trying to keep people afloat during this time. So they would be a very difficult thing to endure, uh, knowing that we'd have to stay in place. So we'll take that one step at a time. This is news that's just breaking about the California governor statewide stay-at-home order. So we will continue to follow that, of course. Uh, 803-0930, so some time for you to give me a call. Let me know how you're doing. How are you managing? I want to tell you about an example that I heard today. I uh, mentioned that I had been to the chiropractor, and I was talking to somebody there, uh, a young man who works there. And, you know, we've been hearing a ton of stories about how people are really uh, sometimes flipping out over the most minor things, right? People's are at the end of their fuse. They're getting short with people. I've seen things on social media about people fighting over toilet paper. So today it really resonated with me when I heard about somebody who was showing examples of kindness. Um, there's a young couple that I uh, heard about at the chiropractor today. They have a, a six-year-old son, and they're active in their church. They happen to know a woman who was also in their church, and she had just earned her master's degree in education. 
she was about to start a teaching job when the coronavirus hit. And this young woman is anxious about being out of work. She's anxious about how she's going to pay her substantial student loans, all the things that you would worry about at this point in your life. So this young couple with a six-year-old kid knew that she was quite concerned, and they decided to lend her a helping hand. They hired her to tutor their little son once a week, and they will pay her for her time. So it makes you feel like there's some faith in the kindness of others. It's still happening, Um, and it made me feel good today. That was one of the better stories I heard because it pretty much came on the heels of somebody who was, you know, battling another patron in the supermarket over toilet paper. So when I heard the story about this young couple helping this struggling young teacher, I thought, wow, that's, that's a way to really, you know, turn those lemons into lemonade, to use a cliche. But let me know if you've heard some stories of kindness. I would love to uh, hear what you're, uh, what you're experiencing, uh, what it's been like for you to work at home. I mean, I've, I've had so many people who are helping me at work. You know, there are people, our colleagues that we depend on, and those are acts of kindness as well. 803-0930. And certainly people are welcome to call about their businesses as well. Uh, all evening, I've been talking to restaurant owners, uh, to other types of business owners who are trying to keep their businesses afloat in these unusual times. Um, a lot of restaurant owners are, are, are managing the best they can with a skeleton staff, and they're looking to stay alive by creating a takeout business, curbside delivery, uh, that kind of thing. I've talked to a woman who owns uh, a consignment shop and um, has uh, knickknacks and antiques in her store. She's trying to stay afloat by cutting her hours back and pretty much running the store as a one-person uh, enterprise. I talked to a woman in Niagara Falls who runs a number of Aaron uh, B&B properties, manages those properties, and they've been hit very hard as well. So if you want to get your business name out there, Please feel free to call. We'll get you on the air. We still have time, folks. 803-0930. WBEN.com has a very long and growing list of restaurants where you can do takeout. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you in that regard as well. Let's go to Orchard Park. We'll talk with Ilya. Good evening, Ilya. Welcome to the show. Hello, Brenda. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm just leaving my shop, actually. Tell us all about your shop. Well, I'm Route 20 Ice Cream on Southwestern Boulevard near Reserve Road. I have a takeout ice cream shop, just uh, all outside, window service only, and uh, I'm open. So if you want to stretch your legs and go get a nice, yummy treat, come on out to Route 20 Ice Cream. You know, we've been hearing your commercials, Ilya, for Buffalo Perks, uh, Get My Perks. Uh, where you can get a discount uh, and enjoy some delicious ice cream at Route 20. And your place is the place with all of the um, the old antique car and the memorabilia. It's really sort of like an experience, almost like a museum and an ice cream place all in one all fell swoop. One, and <laughs> the uh, old Red Mill caboose car, which we use as a seating area right now. Oh, okay. That's good to know. So that's a new addition in the last couple of years. So, Ilya, with your place being exclusively um, a takeout window, essentially, it's almost as if you've been ahead of the curve here. Have you had to make any other adjustments because of the coronavirus? Um, Just staff-wise. You know, I was working myself tonight and uh, had a kid come in and help me, you know, because we get a little rush between 7 and 9 p.m. 
And uh, that's about it. I mean, it's been kind of slim pickings for business, but uh, people who know our product and enjoy our ambiance come out and uh, patronize us, and we appreciate it. It's a good place to uh, to get a change of scenery, as we were talking about a couple of minutes ago, because not only is your place you know, fun and historic in its way, but you can sit outside. Uh, you can certainly keep that six foot difference. I would think, you know, easily at your place because you have enough grounds to do so, and enjoy a, a little indulgence. Uh, what are some of your top sellers right now? Um, top sellers are brownie batter sundays. Mm. <laughs> that sounds very indulgent. Um, and I, I know that you probably would get a ton of business from Little League, uh, you know, teams and, and schools and so forth. Is that uh, one of the things that's really affecting your business, that you just don't have that type of uh, group activity coming over to your place? I, I just uh, just paid for a sponsorship today, and we're hoping that we get, you know, we get the kids playing at some point this summer. I, I sponsored uh, two or three leagues. Uh, already and uh, you know we're just wishing that uh, they can play yes I certainly hope so have you um, have you limited your hours in any way at route 20 ice cream uh, basically three to nine right now uh, nobody's coming out before three o'clock and uh, nine o'clock you know pretty much everybody's back home hunkered down so right well, I wish you the best, Ilya. Uh, keep us surprised of how the business is going, and uh, hopefully we'll get through this uh, sooner than later. Thank you, and thank you for uh, all your help with uh, Perks and, uh, and everything you guys do. Oh, you're most welcome. It's Ilya from Route 20 Ice Cream, uh, a really unique uh, experience. Uh, it's not just an ice cream stand. It's a little bit of history as well in Orchard Park. Uh, we will take a break right now. And uh, Ben and Mike, I'll get to you as soon as we come off the other side of this break on WBEN. And welcome back to the last few moments of our show till 10 o'clock. Let's go right to the phone lines and we will talk with Ben, who is calling in from Rachel's. Good evening, Ben. Hi, Brenda. How are you? I'm doing well, and I hope you're safe and well as uh, as well. Absolutely. Hope you are, too. Thank you. What's on your mind tonight, Ben? All right. So uh, I just wanted to forward a message here. Um, you know, we, we've uh, we've been working very diligently during this time, and we know everyone's, uh, you know, trying to stay safe out there. Um, I just wanted to, wanted to uh, let everyone know that we're, um, you know, giving back to the first responders in the, of the medical field. Um, and also as well as, you know, the uh, police and, um, you know, um, first responders for, you know, taking care of everybody. Um, when they come to Rachel's uh, Mediterranean Grill, they can, uh, you know, get their 25% off of their order. Um, and as well as we have free delivery during this time because uh, we know, you know, we want everyone to stay safe and, you know, uh, not move if they need to. Um, so we're just offering that, you know, to everyone out there. We care for them and want them 
you know, to get past this. Ben, it's a, a very generous thing to do. And uh, I have to tell you, I just recommended your place to uh, somebody today. And he had not, he's from Rochester and he had not been to Rachel. So I usually go to your Sheridan Drive location or the original one on Main Street uh, near the Woodhouse Day Spa. And I love your food. It's, it's fresh. It's delicious. It's healthy. Are you offering the full menu right now, or have you cut back on the menu items given the situation? Um, so we, we're full go. You know, they, they come in. Anyone can you can order over the phone. Um, you can do it through our website, our app. Um, you know, we, we have uh, we go through DoorDash, but also the free deliveries through our in-house. So you can order, you know, through the phone. Our menu is fully open. Um, so, you know, you can get anywhere from a bowl, a salad, a rice bowl to, you know, one of our delicious wraps. Um, and, you know, everything we haven't really limited as far as the uh, menu goes. I've got about a minute left. Tell me, have you had to lay people off and, and what are you seeing day to day? Is there a real level of anxiety among your customers? Um, so, yeah, I mean, we expected a lot of anxiety uh, given the circumstances. But, um, you know, as far as our staff goes, um, we try to, you know, obviously uh, keep up with what's coming in. Um, and we're, we're very thankful for everybody that, you know, shows their love with us and we show it back to them. Um, you know, we obviously take precautions with everything and make sure everything is, you know, spotless as far as, you know, the dining room, even though people can't dine in, as well as, you know, behind the counter, too. Right. Well, I now have a hankering for some of your falafel and brown rice. So, (laughs) Ben, uh, congratulations on the success of Rachel's. I know they seem to be popping up everywhere, and uh, I look forward to some degree of normalcy, uh, hopefully in in the near future, not the distant future. And I know I will be visiting your restaurants when that happens. Thank you so much for what you're doing for the community as well. Awesome. We we thank you as well, Brenda, and everyone out there. Thanks so much. That was Ben from Rachel's and uh, truly a fan of their food and, and their service and just the whole um, sort of model they have where you go down the line and you pick what you like and you get in and out. It's just it's a, a good, good service, good food, and so many great places throughout Western New York. Uh, we, thank you so much to everybody who called in tonight, who texted. My thanks to Phil Kennedy for fine work behind the glass six feet apart from me. And uh, folks, stay tuned. California Governor Gavin Newsom announces a statewide stay-at-home order. You'll be hearing more about that overnight and tomorrow. And uh, keep it locked right here on WBEN. Brenda Alasi, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Stay safe. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.